Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Why does Avonmore Supermilk matter so much to so many Irish people? Well, in Ireland, whatever we're doing, we all like to get the most out of it. It's just the way we are. And we know we can rely on Avonmore Supermilk. It's fortified with vitamin D, so your body can absorb the calcium it needs to help keep bones healthy. It helps support your immune system too. So when you get the most out of your milk, you can get the most out of everything. Avonmore Super Milk. The most super our milk can be. Acast recommends podcasts we love. Hey my loves, I'm Kevin. And I'm PJ. And if you like comedy podcasts, you're going to love I'm Grandma if I do say so myself. Is it kind of cringe saying that we're a comedy podcast? Babe, we have to sell ourselves on the ads. Actually, yeah. We're two besties <laughs> who sit down every week to tackle a different theme over a cup of tea. We talk a lot about our experiences growing up as flaming homosexuals and we also talk loads about our mams because we're obsessed with them. We love our mammies. So pop the kettle on and listen to I'm Grandma wherever you get your podcast now. Stunning. Acast is home to the world's best podcasts, including the Tommy, Hector and Loretta podcast and the one you're listening to right now. Welcome to the Miracles Happen Fertility podcast, where it's all about using the power of your mind to create hope, health and miracles on your fertility journey. And now your host, a dash of science and a heap of spirit, Dr. Maria Rothenberger. Hey, this is Maria Rothenberger, your host for the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. Welcome to episode 111, Essential Oils, a powerhouse in your overall wellness. And obviously, fertility is included in that, right? I get to interview Dr. Zelinsky, who's a doctor of chiropractic medicine, and he specializes in um, and has a very unique view, actually, on essential oils and has done a boatload of research that he's going to share with us today. I'll get to that in a minute. I just want to share with you, of course, first couple of announcements. One that for the month of May, I am um, opening up my Patreon membership for trial for 30 days. That includes an oracle reading, the meditation of the month, and oh my gosh, all kinds of all kinds of goodies, a skill for the month. And we are having um, open hours, open office hours this Saturday. That is the 15th of May. And if you want access to all of that stuff, then 
you need to be on my newsletter because that's where it's coming to you. So head over to my website, drmariarothenberger.com and get on my newsletter there. You can either just um, enter your name and email address right there on the front page or scroll down and get a couple of free gifts and your name automatically goes on my email list. And obviously you can unsubscribe at any time. Uh, All right. So there's that. And the other announcement, which I've mentioned a few times now on this podcast, and I'll keep mentioning it, is the Spirit Baby Foundations training. I found that in working with Spirit Babies and their intended parents that a lot of people have already noticed a connection with their Spirit Babies and want to have a deeper dive or want to help others too. I've actually... Um, had um, a couple of emails from people who are like, you know, I don't feel like I need to connect with my own spirit baby. I don't think I'm I'm having any more kids, but I do want to help other people. Is this uh, training appropriate? Yes. Yes, it is. So you'll you'll learn all kinds of skills and how to connect to the spirit baby realm, not just your own spirit babies, but you'll begin picking up on others as well. We're going to be doing... um, all kinds of things, working with crystals, we're going to be working with essential oils, potentially, we're going to be working with um, pendulums and meditation and past life regression. And we're, we're going to be doing readings for each other and practicing that way. You will have one on one work with me and you will have work with in a group as well, both live and in a forum where you can you can discuss this together. Um, along with me. And it is an eight week, really fun time with like minded individuals meant to be pretty um, um, intimate. So it's not going to be like a huge group. Uh, So if you want more information on that, head over to drmariarothenberger.com forward slash spirit baby training and get on the list right now just to get more information. So I'm going to be uh, drafting emails and sending all those out, all of the information, all the details uh, within the next month or two. So I'll have all that information if you're still interested. Okay, so those are the announcements for this podcast episode. And I just want to introduce Dr. Zelensky. Dr. Eric Zelensky, uh, he wrote a book called The Healing Power of Essential Oils. He's a doctor of chiropractic medicine who specializes in public health research and aromatherapy. And I, so I have to say, I was once in a meeting, this is in a hospital where the, um, uh, I guess, supervisor, boss or whatever, like the highest up person in the office mentioned something about essential or aromatherapy and kind of rolled his eyes. And another person, uh, the person sitting next to me and I looked at each other and we were like, wait, but <laughs> isn't this potentially quite healing for people? And we act- we had a discussion about it right there in that meeting. And that was like years ago. And I still remember that there is so much research to back up aromatherapy, but also when with the application of essential oils, both topically on the body and inside the body when it's safe, um, it's they're amazing. They're, they're wonderful. I have my, my kids asking me for their allergy rollerball that they put on their face to help with their allergies, the seasonal allergies, my husband too. Um, <coughs> oh, excuse me. But um, anyway, that's my two cents 
<laughs> what is most important is the two cents and more of this researcher um, and practitioner, Dr. Eric Zielinski. And so I'm really happy to be able to present this interview for you today. He is quite energetic and quite passionate about this work. So I hope you can feel it. And I will catch you on the other side of the interview. Enjoy. Hi there. Welcome, Dr. Z, to the Miracles Happen Fertility Podcast. So good to see you. Well, thank you for having me. This is, I would say, I would say interesting topic, but it's unique for me. You know, I cover fertility in my first book and people kind of glossed mm -hmm. over it because we don't make wild claims in my world, but there's mm -hmm. a lot that people can do with this whole holistic approach to fertility and just enjoying a more holistic life. So I'm really excited. This is, this is fun for me. Yeah. Yes, you're you're diving into our world. We we definitely would not gloss over that part in your book. <laughs> so, <laughs> speaking of which, the book's right behind you. I will yeah. be linking. I will be linking up to it too on the show notes. So, folks, go check it out. So, um, first, so Dr. Eric Zelinsky, um, I just like to have folks have a listen to your background and your story and how you and what what you do and how you've come to do the work that you do. So, so if you can just give us that yeah. many bio of sorts. Yeah, you know, I, I'm a chiropractor gone rogue. So when I when I decided to quit my <laughs> my cushy corporate job and my wife and I decided to move our family down to Georgia so we could open up a natural health center, I fell in love with research. And, you know, it was one of those um, supply and demand sorts of things where I needed cash. And I was, no joke, just a broke college student trying to provide for my family. And I saw a couple opportunities to make some money writing grants and writing research papers. I'm like, I got some, I got some scholarships. I'm like, Oh, I kind of like this. And next thing you know, I like put a shingle on the virtual wall. And I started building this online business as a public health researcher for hire. And that was fun. It helped make my ends meet when I was in school. And one of my clients commissioned me several years ago to write a series of public health reports on essential oils. And that's really what was it. It started me on this journey where now it was my job, my J-O-B to literally look at the therapeutic efficacy of essential oils. And so I never practiced a day of chiropractic. I was just launched in this online world because my research started disseminating around and I hosted a telesummit that reached 165,000 people back in 2015. And that's when things got real because mm -hmm. of the 45, whatever it was legit, of the 4,500 um, comments, questions that we had, I read every one of them. One of the resounding feedback from people is like, we trust you. Why do we trust Ooh. you? Because you don't sell the oil. Can you mm -hmm. teach us more? Because I'm not a distributor. Yeah. I'm yeah. not an aromatherapist who has his or her own line. I'm an independent researcher. And so from that moment, I was so inspired. I went to aromatherapy school because I was like, okay, a researcher, and this is one thing I'll, I'll make a, a, a claim. Be careful who you're getting your health advice from. And no offense to Dr. So-and-so and mommyblogger.com, myself included, mm -hmm. but not everyone's an expert at everything. And just because me, I'm a decent writer. And just because I know how to do public health research doesn't mean you should get your health advice from me about essential oils six, seven years ago. And mm -hmm. I felt quite frankly, morally obligated to really understand this stuff because so many people said, we don't know where else to go. And mm -hmm. I'm like, wow, this is wild. So from here and there, 
my first book, The Healing Power of Essential Oils, was really a culmination of my early work of just getting the 101 down. Like, what are the basics? And my new book coming out in September, The Essential Oils Apothecary, the subtitle is Advanced Strategies and Protocols for Chronic Disease, because that's what we're doing now. Now that we cover the basics, we're going deep. So this is something I've devoted my life to for the last seven years. I didn't think it wasn't on my vision board. It wasn't a goal, but it's something that I love. And again, it's supply and demand. So many people asked for it. And I looked and, you know, I'm like, you know what? I love it. My wife loves it. And we've enjoyed the journey. That's a beautiful story. And I'm loving the reference to a vision board. <laughs> you know, maybe what was on your vision board was success in helping people as, as much was. as you could. And here you go. Right. It was. You, right. Right. You never know so, how things are going to end up. And that's the truth. Right. You don't, you don't. So you, you be open. This is a perfect line of thinking and being for, for folks that listen to my podcast. I always talk about, you know, being, you know, having this goal in mind and this, this feeling in mind, but not being attached to the specific steps to get there. Right. So, okay. Mm. You, I, I of course was researching and, and, and checking you guys out, you and your wife. Right. And um, we'll have links, of course, to your website and, and all kinds of things that you guys offer. There was one uh, article that I read about, or one part, your mission statement, I think it was, um, was about these seven areas for wellness. And I, I just loved it so much. I'm like, yes, we need to talk about this because too often, especially in the fertility world, folks get really caught up in I need to, um, you know, eat all the right things and do all the yeah. exercise, but they don't talk about their mental yeah. health a lot or their emotional health a lot or some of these other areas that you cover. Yeah. So I'd love to hear what you have to say about those seven areas, what they are, and if you can talk about how essential oils support them. Now, I mean, to be transparent, my, my mm -hmm. background is, is a faith-based background in Christianity. Yes. We're, we're very open. We're very open to all forms of spirituality. And that's mm -hmm. why I think my message resonates so well with people of all different yeah. faiths and genders and mm -hmm. you name it. Mm -hmm. And so when I was reading the Bible, Jesus says something, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. I came to give you life and have it to the full. Other versions say abundant life. And I started meditating on that. Like, what's that really mean? Abundant mm -hmm. life. Like, that's not heaven. That's not like when I die. It's like now. And then mm -hmm. I really gave it some serious prayerful consideration. This was 18 years ago when I had my spiritual epiphany. Like I was, and that's a whole nother story, but where I became in, I was in darkness, sick, diseased. I was in, mm -hmm. I was addicted to alcohol, nicotine, abusing street drugs. I, I had a proverbial rock bottom, clinically depressed, suicidal. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so when I, when I had my epiphany, I wanted everything that was good for me instead of anything that was bad. And I was meditating on what is this abundant life? I started to look at and see, you know, if you really go down to it, if you really chisel things down, in my opinion, you could segment our lives into seven different buckets, what I call the seven keys to the abundant life. And one, first and foremost, I think is the first has to be spiritual. And we need to have some sort of spiritual consciousness to us with a higher power. There's so much research behind that, living in awe, living in wonder, realizing you're part of something bigger than yourself. 
my heart goes out. My heart truly goes out to the atheist because it puts yourself in you and you alone, and that yeah. is a very that's a dark void for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. Where mm -hmm. for this is just basic theism. So I, I found there's a spiritual component to your life. There's a physical component. Well, obviously physical, that's your health. Right. Well, there's also a mental component. Like it, it's different than your physical health. Again, I'm talking your, your body, but what about your, your mental capacity, right? Yep. What about your wherewithal, your cognition? And then there's this emotional piece to it that, well, yeah, there's moods, there's emotions. This makes life worthwhile, the ups and downs. And then, well, practically speaking, there's financial too, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, how do you pay your bills? And, 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 but connected to that is the occupational. What do you do to make the money? And then there's the social, which most people, quite frankly, up until the pandemic, the social component really wasn't a big issue until now we're supposed to social distance, which by the yeah. way, please don't social distance ever. Now, if you want a physical distance, that's different. Please, uh -huh. please. Don't, don't, don't report me to the FDA. Don't report me to Fauci. I'm not, I'm not going against <laughs> CDC. Please. This is huge. Don't social distance. Yes. That's mm -hmm. the worst word. That's the mm -hmm. worst guidance. Mm -hmm. Physically distance. If you're concerned about whatever, right. I'll leave that alone. Love it. But, Love right. It. Right. Mm -hmm. We weren't mm -hmm. talking about social distancing. We weren't talking about social health up until last year. So mm -hmm. spiritual, physical, mental, emotional, financial, occupational, social. So what does that mean? Well, let's say your job sucks. You hate your job. That's going to prevent you from really having emotional well-being. That might hurt your relationships. Let's say your marriage is on the rocks. Well, that can also hurt your performance at work. That could hurt your relationships totally. with your friends. Let's say you are socially distancing, which you shouldn't be, mm -hmm. right? Again, physical. Mm -hmm. Let's say you're socially <laughs> distancing. What is that going to do? to your other area, your mental health. So when, when I was looking at this, like, wow, we're truly only as strong as our weakest link. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to, has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Mm -hmm. Right. Of those seven links. Of those seven. Of those seven yeah. areas. So what I'm trying to help people do is look at your life on all these seven areas and make it your goal to up-level them all. Make them your goal to enjoy robust, abundant health in all of these areas. And sometimes you might go through seasons where you're just crushing the physical thing. But you know what? How many people do we see and how many celebrities who are just financially robust they have beautiful rock star bodies right they're like they're beach bods we love looking at them but they end up taking their lives because they're mm -hmm. emotionally mentally empty right mm -hmm. like you mm -hmm. can't judge oh, a book yeah. by its cover so i'm trying to help people and why am i talking about this in the context of essential oils i kid you not and this is like my little secret sauce 
I have found that natural therapies, natural remedies, AKA essential oils can help people enhance all those different buckets. Well, you're telling me essential oils can help with my financial bucket? Yeah, because I'll save you money making your own stuff instead of buying mm-hmm. the junk on the store that causes you know cancer. Um, mm-hmm. Your essential oils will help with my social health. Yeah, if I could help put you in a better mood where you want to be with people, get a little more outgoing, help produce endorphin rush, serotonin rush, piece by piece by piece by piece. So anyway, my long answer to your short question, but it's become my defining work where me, my wife, we really mm-hmm. focus on the, the physical component, the mental health, emotional component, and we'll leave the Dave Ramsey's and the financial gurus to talk about the money. But you know what? <laughs> We're successful at what we could do. We could give you a couple tips, but the reality is we focus on all of it. That's yeah. Yeah. And as you're talking, I'm thinking about folks who are struggling with fertility issues. This is a, um, you know, technically or or medically speaking, a physical issue. And yet all of these areas, I mean, I was down 45 grand paying for fertility treatments with no baby to show for it. Right. It's like, bye bye. (laughs) I know mental wellness and emotional wellness and physical. It's all financial wellness. That's a big financial financial wellness. Oh, it's so huge. So all of these areas and occupational too. Now I'm a mental health therapist, right? So being able to take care of other people while dealing with my own stuff was really, really difficult. People who are not mental health therapists, people are doing all kinds of things. Job is absolutely affected. So I love that. We touch base on that for just a quick second. Mm. I would encourage everyone and I forget where it is, whether it's Netflix or Amazon prime, but look up the documentary happy. And it talks oh, yes. about the science of positive psychology. Let me so talk good. just briefly. Oh, please do. Right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Technically, I'm working right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does it look like I'm working? Does it, it sound like, like I'm working? Work. Does it feel like I'm working? <laughs> I love what I do. I do what I love. Look, okay. I get it. I grinded and I worked serving jobs, waiter jobs. I worked, I did construction, I did finance jobs. I remember going to a job every day praying, God, help this be my last day, but help me be faithful. I'm gonna graduate out of this. I hated two of my jobs. I'll never forget, I hated them. I did what I had to do to provide for my family. Okay, here's, here's a secret to occupational health. Finding something that you enjoy. Anything that you do, Anything that you do should bring you fulfillment and joy. And maybe you're in a season like I was, you got to grind it out. Don't settle for that. Don't settle for a job that doesn't give you purpose and joy. This documentary happy shows the rickshaw driver in India and this African-American guy in the Bronx flipping burgers and they're happy and they're not rich. So happy. They're Uh not rich. You know what happiness is equated to financially having your needs met. And in America, that's typically 55, 60 grand. Once you Mm -hmm. make enough money to have your basic needs met, it doesn't matter if you make 50 grand or 500 grand or 500 million thousand dollars, literally money won't buy you happiness, but enjoying the work of your hands. So you're seeing this guy flipping burgers, just loving it. He's hanging out with his friends, Mm -hmm. doing his thing. It's relative. So for me, I hit the jackpot. I was doing this, not professionally, but for free, helping people, inspiring people, writing in my journals. I was health coaching folks just because it was my goal. It was my life. It was my purpose. And then Mm -hmm. for someone to say, wow, there's actually, you can make money doing it. You can write books and sell courses like, wow. Right. I know not everyone can do what I do or you do. 
but what mm-hmm. do you do? What I, I'm talking mm-hmm. to a listener right now, yes. maybe now, and this was the best thing, by the way, of the pandemic, this great shift of people yes. losing jobs, working from home. It was like a great reset button, so to speak. Mm-hmm. People are redefining themselves as we speak. So if you want occupational abundance, it really means enjoying the work of your hands, having fulfillment of it, and that will feed into every other aspect of your life, your mental health, emotional health, hopefully make a couple bucks doing it. But if you mm-hmm. can enjoy it again, positive psychology, it's in being, this is mm-hmm. the secret to true happiness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can speak volumes about that movie. It's amazing. A PS, this is why I uh, diffuse essential oils in my office. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. <laughs> it makes me feel so good. And when people walk in, they're like, God, it just, it, it feels so good in here. When I walk in, it smells so good. So I give people the essential oils here. You take that home. It'll bring back yes. this feeling. And they can't help okay. but feeling good. They can't. Can we it's, talk? Oh man, there's so much about this. It doesn't see? matter. Yes. It yeah. doesn't matter our attitude. Mm-hmm. It's it's seriously like taking the pharmaceutical that your medical doctor gives you because mm-hmm. he or she knows it's going to produce a desired reaction or a, a, mm-hmm. a specific mm-hmm. response. I mean, seriously. Mm-hmm. Antibiotics will do what antibiotics do, regardless mm-hmm. of what you want. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or Please. believe. Yes, please chew on this. I'm talking to the faith people here. Regardless of your faith, you're not going to like unfaith the, the, the physical role of antibiotics hacking your body system. <laughs> Same thing with essential oils. So if you want to feel better, or if you know you should feel better, but you really don't want to, and I, I'm talking to someone who's depressed right now because I get it. I'm talking to someone who's really in the pits where I remember, I'll never forget smoking a cigarette drinking a cup of black coffee that was junk, like pesticide crap coffee. It wasn't even good, healthy coffee. 50, 20 some years ago, I remember thinking to myself after going through a night bender where I was just hungover and realizing this isn't good for me, but I don't care. Mm, yep. That's are, you at, are you in that state of self-loathing? Guess what? Fake it till you make it. Get some orange oil. Get some lemon oil. Get, if you can afford it, neroli, which is orange blossom. These oils clinically proven to help you with depression and anxiety, boost your mood, produce the hormones and the neurotransmitters in your brain to start yes. feeling better. Regardless of what you want, regardless of how you even think it should respond. And here's the other thing. Maybe you want to kind of biohack your spouse, your partner, your family members. <laughs> Uh-oh. Same thing like you're doing with your clients and your patients, doc. The same thing. So if you want to change the environment, maybe let's say, why do you, like, this is the reason I include erectile dysfunction and libido as in a complete mm. chapter in my new book, The Essential Oils Apothecary. Because maybe your husband or wife, I'm typically, because this is a good generalization. It's a stereotype. Men typically aren't willing to do the things that women are willing to do for their health, especially with aromatherapy. Mm-hmm. What if your husband's just really struggling in that area? And maybe, maybe you're trying to just get into the mood. I don't care what he feels like, what he wants. You have a lot more control than what you think. Put some of these loved essential oils in the diffuser, like rose, jasmine, um, ylang lang, lavender. Give them a foot rub, a neck rub. Have him do the same for you. Create that experience. Your body will respond. It's like gravity. You drop so cool. the pen, the pen falls to the ground. You put the essential oils in the diffuser, they will work. It's this science. And so I love this, especially in the context of hopelessness, especially in the context of, I don't know what to do. Oh, and by the way, hopelessness, I'm sorry, I'm just preaching here. 
stop me if you want me to. There's a study that blew my socks off. Orange oil and vanilla clinically shown to help people feel better and overcome feelings of hopelessness. And what they did was they separated two groups of people. By the way, bless your heart if you're a research subject, whatever $50 gift card to Panera they gave you to do this, bless your heart. They put two groups of people, they put two groups of people into two separate rooms and they had them solve an unsolvable problem. One group they put with aromatherapy, another group they had nothing, all right? Well, here's the problem solve a social discrimination issue. How apropos dealing with what we're dealing with. This was several years ago. Basically, okay, you 20 people solve systemic racism. That's all you're going to do. That's your job. Well, it's it's hopeless, right? They went through this task because no offense, you can't solve that in five minutes, in 10 minutes. They had this and the people that went through aromatherapy all experienced joy or peace some sort of mood elevation because orange and vanilla oil were being distributed throughout the air and they were not as hopeless, helpless. They were not as down in the dumps as the people that had nothing. Wow. And so Check what the research was sharing is like, look, if you're hopeless, if you're helpless, if you feel like you need a boost, these essential oils will increase your mood. And here's the thing, the more you enjoy the oil, the better your mood, the more you're able to overcome hopelessness and helplessness. Like that's the secret to those crazy people that see the silver lining in every cloud. They're not high on drugs. They're just wired a different way. And you could wire (laughs) yourself that way. You could wire yourself in a way to hack into the brain's ability not to let that hopelessness negative cycle turn you into a state of depression. Mm -hmm. What more appropriate message can we give to the world today in 2021? Essential oils, orange and vanilla. Try it out. Yeah, I just ask people to play, see what happens. Play, exactly. Experiment on your own. Yeah, you don't need to read the research. Just try it yourself, see what happens. So cool. All right, man, we can go down the rabbit hole of talking about all this fun stuff. I'd like to get super practical for people, if we may. Yes. Um, I, I personally started working with essential oils when I wanted to get crap out of my house, my cleaning products, because I, I had read about hormone disrupting chemistry in these cleaning products. And so I started experimenting with cleaning products that I still use like now. And I'm not, this is like 10 years later, still use them because they freaking work. (laughs) And the house smells great. But I'm wondering about if you're able to speak to that a little bit. So um, if you're able to speak about the chemistry in, you've mentioned like cancer causing chemicals in some of these cleaning products, but also can you share a recipe or two for people to try out? Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll do that right away. We'll, we'll give that. This is coming straight from the Essential Oils Apothecary. I'm going to read it because I don't want to mess this up. Cool. Um, here's a tea tree citrus bathroom cleaner that also doubles up as a great counter spray. I mean, you could use this anywhere in the house, quite frankly. But we like it in the bathroom because of the tea tree, because of the antifungal approach. And this will help mm-hmm. mold build up and fungus build up around you know, your toilet or in your, 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 your sink or in your shower or bath. You start with two tablespoons. We like Dr. Bronner's Pure Castile Liquid Soap. Get the unscented version. Two tablespoons baking soda, 25 drops of tea tree, 30 drops of orange or lemon, and then two cups of distilled water. If you can't get distilled, tap is okay, but here's the thing with tap. Tap is still filled with microorganisms, bacteria, and other things through the pipes. Distilled, at least, is... is um, 
free of that. And so when you're opening up, a, a, a you know, you're distilled, I would, you can get a gallon of distilled water, but mm. the, here's the problem with water-based solutions. This is something for people to remember is your water-based homemade solutions typically have a month, two months shelf life until bacteria starts to overgrow. You don't mm. even realize it, but it's a good idea to make small enough batches where you're going to use it in a month or two, at the most two. Um, mm -hmm. But any non-water, oil-based completely, those preparations will last a long, long time. But Good that's tip. why we recommend distilled water. But if you got filtered or purified, that's fine. You mix it all up. I mean, it's that simple. And then you use that and shake before each use, store in a cool, dry place. Now, what about, I have a cool citrus-powered glass cleaner, similar, but only a quarter teaspoon of Dr. Bronner's Pure Castile Soap, a quarter cup of distilled white vinegar, 25 drops of essential oil, asterisks, we'll talk about that in a second, and mm -hmm. one and a half cups of distilled water. Now, when it comes to oils, it, it's almost like you can't go wrong in the citrus family. It's why we say any lemon, lime, bergamot, grapefruit, uh, neroli, orange, they all work. And one of the reasons what we're trying to do here too is tap into that you know, feel good aspect because I don't know about you, but I never like ever feel or used to because I don't use this stuff anymore. I never felt better using a conventional cleaner. Like I didn't use my Clorox wipes, smell the toxic chemicals, be like, wow, I feel great. It never <laughs> happened, right? So what we're trying to do is show this way of life is that I don't need, thankfully, I'm a healthy 41 year old. I don't need essential oils to be healthy. Like I'm not stuck taking an essential oil remedy to keep my blood pressure down for the rest of my life. Like that's not what we're trying to do. We're trying to actually help your body heal itself. So you don't need drugs or essential oils or supplements to live. We use mm -hmm. them to enhance our life. And mm -hmm. so I want, I love it. I love feeling good. As much as I was addicted to depression and narcotics and things, I'm as addicted to feeling good and natural energy and being happy. I mean, th mm -hmm. this is a great life. And so if mm -hmm. I can help you clean and literally stimulate your amygdala, yeah. your limbic system to produce good emotions and positive memories, and help your autonomic function, because that's exactly what that does. If I could do that, that's why we recommend. But if you know what, if you want something to get up and go, if you want something that, that, that really kind of perks you up, you can use other oils. But citrus oils, like what do you think's in your goo gone? right? Citrus oils are wonderful to clean. Like, you know, I'm holding up if you're watching, but if you're listening, you can't see it. I'm holding up a bottle, um, a spray bottle. But you know, how many of you struggle with those labels that leave that like gooey residue when you're trying to take it off? Nothing works like lemon oil. It's just like mm -hmm. clean stuff off so easy. So you don't need to use toxic chemicals. You don't need to use your WD-40 to get a label off. So, so great. it's a fun little way of life. But, but the reality is it's more than just feeling good. What we're doing here, and this is the whole premise of my book. Again, we're talking about chronic disease. Chronic mm -hmm. disease doesn't start when you're older. Chronic disease starts when you're younger. That's part of the definition. It's chronic. It takes years to develop cancer, it takes mm -hmm. years to develop heart conditions and heart <clears throat> disease, yep. right? Oftentimes it takes years to develop insomnia and libido issues and all the other things. A big component of that is toxic overload. And quite frankly, our bodies, and I, you'll have to convince me otherwise, but I don't believe our bodies were designed by God to interact with the toxic chemicals that are inundated all the time around us, right? Yep. And so unlike maybe two years ago, 
we're now having a major global conversation about airborne threats. Well, I'm glad for the awareness, but what about the other airborne threats, like being emitted from your aerosols, your poo-poo sprays, your, your perfume, your colognes, your, the average woman, and I forget the number, it's like 384 or something ridiculous. The average woman walks out of her house with 384 plus chemicals that she's just put on her body through the various body care products and through, wow. the, through the what's in your laundry detergent and that stuff sticks on your clothes. Hey, by the way, you shouldn't smell anything on your clothes like thank two days you after. thank you know, you you know what that is <laughs> when i see those commercials i freak out <laughs> you know what that is doc that's a chemical surfactant that does not get wow. washed out in the rinse cycle it survives through high heat drying just just please i'm not crazy here i'm not crazy i'm someone who wants to live healthy i have a friend of mine who has a company shameless plug go look up my green fills it's a completely non-toxic laundry solution my poor buddy his baby we're talking weeks old had such a horrible skin a horrible eczema they tried every diaper well i'm sorry every cortisone cream every anything they could over the counter um pharmaceutical they do natural stuff nothing worked for this poor kid like what's wrong with him? He's breastfed. There's nothing. He's not allergic to anything that we could see. They did all the testing. You know what it was? He looked at that four letter and I can't say it because I don't want to get sued. Uh -huh, right. He looked at that four letter orange bright bottle, a four letter named bottle of laundry detergent in his laundry room. And he says, could it be the stuff on his clothes? Nope. He stopped it. He used a non-toxic, completely unscented. It was like overnight, the baby's skin regenerated. By the way, mm -hmm. that happens with babies overnight. Yeah. Our skin takes a little longer. And he's like, what is this stuff? Well, and then he went on a journey to finding out all that he could. And the reality oh, is- Oh, formaldehyde? Like, yeah, And Horrible. it's scary. And basically here's, here's something that might, you know, make you wanna, you know, rise up and protest is that, these manufacturers, big business knows how we're wired on an emotional neurological level. They're capping into and biohacking and quite frankly, taking advantage of our natural human impulses for food, for smell, mm -hmm. for sex. I mean, mm -hmm. taste, smell, and sex. That's what we're constantly being inundated from. Just open up your eyes and watch a commercial. Just watch what's happening on TV. But when it comes to smell, we have a very much innate drive. It's like an evolutionary protective mechanism. We're drawn to aroma. We're drawn to smell. And what they're doing is they're capping into that. And that's why these smells are so potent. They're why it's why they're so unnatural because it's like, it's like a high, but mm -hmm. the reality is our bodies cannot truly process those synthetic fragrances. And so I glossed over it, but I'm not kidding. Synthetic fragrances linked to not only you would think allergies, ADHD, autism, learning disabilities, yeah. but we're talking neurological conditions like Alzheimer's and dementia and cancer. I mean, these are toxic chemicals. So these are the true airborne pathogens. And here's a secret or not a secret. Here's a call to action. Save your money. Get a couple hundred bucks. They're not too expensive. Get a good air purifier. Like you need, especially in your bedroom where you're stuck for like eight, nine hours, whatever, maybe however long. You need to breathe as good air as possible. And one thing to do that, like we're mentioning, 
no aerosols, no poo-poo sprays, throw that stuff away. It's so easy. Every single thing that you have in your house that you clean with, you put on your body and that you spray with to make your house smell better, you can have an essential oil-based version. And yep. there are zero, zero side effects or adverse reactions when you use essential oils properly beside obviously the caveat of someone with the rare case of being allergic to them, which is rare, <laughs> believe it or not, but mm -hmm. you use them properly. And next thing you know, your house smells nice, you feel good, and you experience this way of life. It's like, wow, you know, mm -hmm. going back to my seven key areas, this is what abundant life looks like. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Love it. And it's making me think of how, and I didn't do this on purpose, but now it's making me think, I wonder if the essential oils that I put in my diffuser at home motivates me to clean because I freaking hate cleaning. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if it's working to do that. I didn't know. <laughs> well, I'll tell you for me, anything that makes me happy, joyful, motivates yes. me. It's really hard. And, and again, coming from the depths of depression and suicide mm -hmm. ideation, there's lethargy right? Lethargy breeds apathy. Apathy breeds lethargy. So when you think about this, you just start feeling better. And now you put in some music, you got some fun things smelling in the air and like you're feeling mm -hmm. up, maybe get like, Hey, I'll show you my big old huge thing of matcha yes. green tea latte. Yum. I love, but you know, here's a little secret for you. I got a recipe in my book. Um, you, you get your matcha latte, but make sure it's a latte. Make sure there's a fatty substance. I like almond milk or coconut milk, put a drop mm -hmm. of peppermint, and a drop of cinnamon bark in it and watch Ooh. what happens because the cinnamon bark helps literally increase insulin sensitivity. We're like we're, we're trying to battle Ooh. diabetes and obesity here, but it also helps that, that curbs hunger. Um, we use stevia. We never use sugar for anything. Um, nice sweetener to it um, or, or sweet taste, but the peppermint opens up your airways. It helps invigorate. Peppermint's clinically proven to help with chronic fatigue syndrome. It helps increase athletic performance. I mean, it, it, it's like a shot of espresso and it's wonderful. You don't get the whole huge spike down and you don't crash, but do that. And I'll challenge you. Now, maybe cleaning is a little more fun. Um, who knows? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I might well, have solved matcha, your cleaning problem. <laughs> that, that matcha tea sounds fabulous. If I, if I have that and clean, I'm, I'm good and diffuse my oils. I'm good. Well, if we can talk about something, so cleaning, obviously everybody has to do, but I'm wondering about specific, um, fertility folks or anybody really struggling with a hormone thing. I saw on your website, um, a hormone balancing recipe that I'm curious about. I'm wondering about the specific oils listed and what they do, their function for hormone balancing. I can't remember how many oils are like six, maybe or seven. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, if you're, if, if you can speak to that and then also tell people how to make it, I think that'd be really great. Yeah. So um, there are several different recipes that you could use for hormone balancing. And the, the thing that I want to impress upon people is the, unique ability of essential oils to create homeostasis in the body. What essential oils are known as technically, according to the research, are their harmonizers. And that's a fancy word of saying when you use them, they help your body reach a state of peace and calm, and they help your body heal themselves. It's really true vitalistic philosophy where it's not necessarily an outside in approach, but an inside out approach. Like what can we do? 
So to say that fennel oil or clary sage are estrogenic, that's not accurate actually. And that's something, that's a big disclaimer out there. There's a lot of criticism that tea tree or lavender or clary sage are estrogenic and they could cause young boys to develop breasts. Like just search it. That's a huge, huge, oh yeah, that's a huge deal. Why is because there was a junk, horrible research study that was published that showed how boys developed, um, um, breast at a young age. And the commonality was they used a lavender scented body care Uh, item, but they didn't count the parabens. They didn't count what the kid was eating. They didn't count. And it wasn't even real lavender. So because this, no joke, there is a huge, huge influx of concern online and just type up lavender boys breasts and you'll see like whoa i didn't realize this thing existed so what what the research what the aromatherapy community in response and unity came back with and like look there's no research to substantiate this in fact what essential oils do they're not estrogenic in the fact that you use a fennel or clary sage or lavender and your body will produce estrogen what happens is these essential oils because they're anti-inflammatory as a whole because they Mm -hmm. have the rich in antioxidants they help your body heal itself so your body will produce the estrogen it needs to that's why for elanglang for example it'll help conflicting blood measures balance so typically when someone has high blood pressure they have high um heart rate well elanglang will help the same person lower heart rate and raise blood pressure well, that doesn't make sense yeah it does it, it helps your body heal itself and that's what harmonization uh-huh. means. So that's really big picture because we're getting out uh-huh. of this phase of like, okay, I got to take this oil for this. No, you, you need to eat right. You need yeah. to do what's right. You need to stop the chemical onslaught. And next thing you know, your body produces the hormones it needs to. So with that mm-hmm. said, my hormone balancing oil, like the clary sage, elang lang, lavender, frankincense, neroli, these are, these are the top oils that we see over and over and over again, help people reach that homeostasis. And it doesn't matter. And again, the concern always is I have, I have estrogen positive breast cancer. What, what do I do? There's no worry. There's like, you don't have to worry. It's not like I take this oil and my hormones increase. No, no. That's why we call it balancing. I guess that's yeah. what I want to share. Balancing. Now, there are certain things like um, adrenal and cortisol. Like that's a huge hormone that people need, the stress hormone. Like we yeah. have seen, and again, it's balancing, but traditionally essential oils will help decrease because most people have been too much. Way too much. Right? So we'll see that consistently, decreasing effect, decreasing effect, decreasing effect. We'll see that in the literature ad nauseum. But that's because those people had high, you know, so that's something to really consider. Um, Essential oils have been used traditionally for years to help with Mm -hmm. women's health. And -hmm. again, the ones I mentioned are key. And so um, a blend, you know, one goal when it comes to hormone health is, yeah, you can use them um, with your diffuser, one drop each, right, of those oils Mm -hmm. I mentioned, but having a little roller bottle, and I'm showing this on the video, if you're watching, or if you're listening, you could easily go on Amazon or your local health food store and get a glass roller bottle for a couple bucks. And what you want to do is you just want to put like 10, 15 drops of essential oil in this thing and fill it with, with a liquid carrier oil like jojoba or sweet almond or even fractionated coconut oil. Yeah. On a practical note, don't use regular coconut oil because it will harden at room temperature or depending on where you live. Even though it might be liquid right now, you, you, you don't want regular coconut oil is not your best friend for a roller bottle. 
but you could put two drops of clary sage, two drops of lavender, two drops of frankincense, two drops of neroli, two drops of geranium. That's a good start. Um, and, and there are different ratios. Again, in my, my new book, what I'm doing is I'm quoting literal recipes that or formulations that the researchers are evaluating. And, you know, in their defense, they don't know what they're doing. They're just like, let's try. That's what research is. They're like, hey, let's try a couple drops of this, a ratio of that, two to one, three to one, whatever. And then they see, wow, this ratio seems to work better than this for this effect. And so that's really what I've been trying to do more is, yeah, traditionally, this is how you go at it. Because the reality is you don't need to work with an aromatherapist to do this stuff. Oh, that was right? on my list of questions. Right? Yeah. You don't need it. Mm -hmm. and, and that's why, quite frankly, I get a lot of flack from aromatherapists because they're like, mm -hmm. who are you to tell people they can do this on their own? I'm like, who are you to say they can't? Like, mm -hmm. I'm not here. I'm not in the business of disempowering people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right now, yep. am I giving you the same information that you're going to get with a 300 hour certification level program? I don't know. I'll say, I'd argue a lot of that stuff, you know, you can learn on your own, but other things is what you learn again, cause I've gone through these programs and they're good, but you learn, like I learned in chiropractic college to practice chiropractic. You learn when a medical doctor learns to practice medicine, you learn how to practice aromatherapy practice, meaning trial and error. You're right. going to have to make mistakes. You're going to have to like, wow, that was great. You're going to have to feel let your intuition, let your body tell you what you need sometimes. So again, these basic mm -hmm. recipes are like, hey, this is your starting point. That's the whole purpose of the book is mm -hmm. this is your starting point. Now you go and you practice and you play mm -hmm. and you work mm -hmm. and you, and you, and by the way, especially for people that, that are, are hoping for and praying for a baby, infertility, if you don't have a health journal, you need to start one. You need to really start tracking what's working, what's not working, what makes you feel better, symptom-based management, because so many people go through life and they, a, they, they, they don't even know. They, they lose sense of their, of their senses, quite frankly. They get desensitized. Yeah. They don't feel like they, they don't feel anymore. They don't smell like they used to. They don't hear. They don't see. They don't physically they don't feel. And, and, mm -hmm. and so many people are so out of tune with their body. It's nice to have an objective measure. Essentially, I'm walking you through making your own health history, just like your doctor does when she invites you into the office, you know, mm -hmm. da, 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 right? So you need to start doing that yourself. And, and whether you're trying to battle a chronic condition, I, I would suggest go off of the symptoms. So for example, mm -hmm. pain, common complaint, what's your pain today? Zero being no pain, 10 being the worst pain imaginable, measure it, give it a number, put it on a piece of paper, put a date on it, okay? April 22nd, 2021, I have knee pain, five out of 10. I use this essential oil. Two hours later, went down to two out of 10. Well, that's good to know for future reference. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That goes with everything. So mm -hmm. you start, especially as you're going through various things, because you'll forget, quite frankly, what works, what doesn't. Sure, of course. And mm -hmm. also, here's a key though. Here's a little secret. You oftentimes will forget of what you used to be like. And that oftentimes creates maybe an ungrateful, apathetic, I can't really appreciate where I'm at moment. Mm -hmm. So this is a secret I've learned. Going back to where I was, I don't care how bad things are right now. They could be worse. I don't care where I'm at, where you're at right now in this moment. You could see yourself, think yourself, pray yourself. You could get through this moment 
and having a positive mental attitude, having a grateful attitude will help you. That will, that's the key to that research study I talked about orange and, and, and vanilla is hopelessness. If you mm-hmm. feel better, if you have a reason to be hopeful. So when you go back and you're like, maybe you're having a crappy day and you just feel bad you go kind of go through your health journey. I'll be like, you know what? I never, I forgot about that. Five years ago, I really, really struggled with migraines. I haven't had a migraine in five years. Hallelujah. Like no joke. You know what I mean? Like we forget what it's like to be sick. And that's also, mm-hmm. by the way, what gets people like the, the Bible says a dog returns to its vomit. It's like people going back to their old ways. That's what causes people to relapse. That's what causes mm-hmm. people to go back to smoking and drinking and doing all the things, going to McDonald's again, because they don't feel bad today. Oh, I could, I could cheat. No, no, no. Don't you remember? That's what the stuff that got you in the harm in the first place. So mm-hmm. having that be there as a reminder is a wonderful way of maintaining accountability and a positive attitude in so many ways of your life. Love it. I, I love especially how your your message is very similar to mine in terms of empowerment and um, talking about intuition and body sensing is a lot of what I talk about too. Yeah, it's huge. You know, you can follow a recipe and still body sense and use your intuition. What does this feel right to me? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So um, I'm wondering about because going flashing back to what you said. Um, at the very beginning of today was around you not being a distributor and you not, you know, having a particular brand or something. I'm wondering about how people can discern yeah. when they go to purchase essential oils with the quality or, or what should they look for? You know, I, I have a multi-step process that I walk people through like, hey, try this, 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 this. Um, and I'll, I'll try to summarize it quick because it's in the book. Um, okay. You can't trust labels. And I think I'm, I'm assuming, you know, I'm preaching to the choir here, food labels, again, useless. Mm-hmm. The only thing good about a food label, in my opinion, is the ingredient list. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. else is just useless. Anyone can put anything organic, hundred percent organic, all natural. Right. None of that makes sense. Same thing with essential oils. So I don't care if it says therapeutic, pure therapeutic, this, this, that, that food grade, none of it matters because none of it's regulated. Anyone can put anything right. they want. Same thing with CBD by the way, maybe we can kind of cover both at once. 75% of all oils on the market, essential oils are adulterated. That's been proven. So what does that mean? Again, anyone can put anything they want, put whatever they want in it. And typically it's not poison. It's like a key to this is someone will get a bottle of cinnamon, which is kind of expensive. And they'll Mm -hmm. only have like say 10 drops of cinnamon. They'll put the rest of it cassia. Well, cassia Uh is cheaper, it's sweeter, and it's been adulterated now. It's not real pure cinnamon. You're getting a lot of cassia, a little bit of cinnamon, and they're selling it as cinnamon. That's one hack. And they do the same thing, or they'll get um, chemicals like menthol, and they'll put the menthol in it without actually being peppermint oil. So you're just getting all whacked Uh out. So most, you know, you get a lot of that out there. So what you want to see quite frankly, is you want a company, you want to see a company that's transparent and, and Unlike five years ago, transparency, thankfully, is is more of the social norm in the essential oil Mm -hmm. industry. And so these companies, bless their heart, because they spend millions of dollars investing in their own money to have their product third-party tested. And again, trusting them, being honest, good companies, they supposedly then will throw away, scrap out any oil that gets contaminated because a lot happens from, again, from, from farmer to the fact that you're bottling it out. A lot of hands touch it goes through Mm -hmm. customs, a lot of different bottles. I mean, there could be contamination, pesticide residues, a lot of problems, right? Again, the the supply chain is complex. 
So these companies, right before the oil go out to market, they get it tested. And the test is called the GCMS, a gas chromatography mass spectrometry report. Basically, it's like a blood panel of the oil. Mm -hmm. So the synonym, the way I, I like to explain it is, let's say you're concerned about heart disease. So you go to the readylab.com, you get a blood panel taken, and they will go and they'll send you a result. And they'll be like, okay, here's your blood panel, blood mm -hmm. pressure, you, here's your cytokines, here's your markers. And basically what this blood panel is, it says within normal limits, without normal limits, it doesn't give any more detail than that. That's all you really want to know. That's essentially mm -hmm. what the GCMS is. It, it's an executive summary from a third party that says adulterants, no adulterants. This is what I don't expect you to be a biochemist. I don't expect you to look at all the different lines because it explains how much of each chemical, you know, there's this amount of linalool, this amount of lineal acetate, oh. this amount of pinene. I don't expect you to, you know, know that or even care about that. But what I want you to know is whether or not there's anything bad in it. And it'll say no pesticides or pesticides you should see a batch specific report of all these oils. It should be available right on the uh -huh. internet. That's a key. I mean, really, that's where we're at right now. And so you should be able to type orange oil, boom, see the batch report. If you don't ask, type chat. These people are on chat 24 seven. Say, hey, do you have a batch report of orange? I want to see what's in it. Uh -huh. cool. If they're not willing to give it to you, I literally wouldn't buy the oil from them. That's okay. where I'm at right now. And then also yeah. there's other things. So that's starting off and that, that weeds literally 95% of all the companies, right? Mm. Now we're at the key. And there are several companies that sell good oils out there. Mm -hmm. And there's mm -hmm. some companies that literally private label good oils. There's nothing wrong with that. So mm -hmm. going back to what you shared in our commonality of experiencing through intuition and just being, mm -hmm. I then encourage people like, what's kind of you do a little preliminary research you get an oil. I also don't discount recommendations like your friends or family member. Maybe you have someone you really look up to or someone that is that oily, oily person in, in your friend group, your readers club, whatever it is, ask them. And once you get a company that you are interested in, I would say get a starter kit, 20 bucks, you know, lavender, peppermint, I don't know, the, the variety of different starter kits that they might have. Mm -hmm. Just get it and experience the oil for yourself. Because mm -hmm. ultimately your body has to jive with this oil. And it, in, mm -hmm. in aromatherapy terms, what I'm talking about is called the um, um, organoleptic evaluation. Organoleptic evaluation. How does your body perceive, taste, smell, experience the essential oil? So what mm -hmm. you do is you want to do a skin patch test. So, you know, get a little essential oil in your hand, put a little olive oil to dilute it put on the back of your hand, like the same thing you do before you clean your entire carpet, the instructions mm -hmm. say, Hey, clean mm -hmm. the corner first in case it stains. That's what you want to do. Try. And what we're looking for is adverse reactions. We want nothing. We want no adverse reactions. We really want no immediate response. But if you put oil on your hand and if you automatically experience pain, um, I mean, some people get itching. rashes, itching. Mm -hmm. that's not detoxification. I don't care what your favorite blogger says. I'm getting a little punchy here, but trust me, the mm -hmm. one of the worst lies and myths out there online is that an adverse reaction to essential oils is your body detoxing. There is zero science behind that. That's, that's <laughs> I nonsense. Heard that. it's, it's rampant. <laughs> it's rampant. Like you're telling me I put oil on my hand, I break out in the rash. That's my body detoxing. Okay. <laughs> I mean, let's, so <laughs> what we're looking for is a, a, a benign 
reaction or essentially you want nothing and same thing when you smell so what you do is you get the oil and, and you literally just open up the bottle and just smell it for a second or two mm. and mm. You, you you're looking for things like you don't want headaches you don't want nausea you don't want any sort of anxiety or stress that's a whole nother topic because oils again stimulate through the olfactory system direct mm -hmm. neurological impulse to your limbic system your yep. mood, your memory, your emotions. So smelling an aroma can actually trigger post-traumatic stress. Mm -hmm. Smelling an aroma like Thanksgiving dinner can bring mm -hmm. you back to that emotional state where you're having a great time with family. But what if someone, and maybe I'm speaking to a woman or man out there who've been abused or traumatized when there's a certain mm -hmm. aroma in the air, that will trigger yep. it. And you might not even realize it. You mm -hmm. might have suppressed the memory. You might have gone through this. Why emotional recall therapists or the good ones, usually have essential oils in the room because you're literally imprinting your brain as you go through emotional healing mm -hmm. and you bring that healing counseling through the rest of your life because you're imprinting your brain with a specific smell. So two, three years down the, down the road where you have an emotional mm -hmm. outburst or an, maybe a relapse, you go back to that anchor, go back to that smell. It brings you back to your healing sessions, your therapy sessions, and it triggers mm -hmm. those emotions. That's the brain. That's that's like muscle memory. That's brain memory. So that's why you want to smell the essential oil first. So there's you really ultimately want to be drawn to it. You want to have a good reaction to it. And again, any adverse reaction, just stay away. Perfect. Yeah, that's a lot of great information for um, people to go along their purchasing journey. Um, <clears throat> I've had to do that a lot myself. There was actually an essential, this is a quick story, essential oil that I bought that was lavender and I used to put it in the tub. And when I actually purchased one that like smelled better to me and there there was no chemical like essence or something, and I put the same amount of drops in the bath, the entire house smelled like <laughs> lavender. I'm yeah. like, oops, <laughs> I guess that's too much. Now there's like an appropriate amount of lavender in this yes. bottle. Okay. Yes. Just a couple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. But it smelled so much better and it felt so much better to my senses. Um, so, all right. So we can like talk forever. I know because I'm a little bit nerdy around essential oils. I think it's, I, I think it's a beautiful resource for people to support their wellness. It's not everything, but it's a beautiful resource to support. Um, wondering if we can wrap up with just any any leaving it to you to any words of hope or wisdom or anything that you can offer folks today to get started on this journey or to support themselves through all these seven areas of wellness. Well, my, my encouragement, well, first of all, thank you for having me on the show. It's been a pleasure. Mm -hmm. It, I hope one thing I want to, I hope one thing we have instilled, you know, reinforce this is to have hope. And I have seen in my own self included, whether it was addiction or chronic pain or depression or seeing people battling infertility issues and being blessed with that that joy, that bundle of joy nine months later after they become pregnant. Mm -hmm. Like I've seen the body do amazing things. Mm -hmm. And I do believe we've been gifted by God with a remarkable, remarkable ability to heal ourselves under the right conditions. So don't lose hope. And the thing is just get started. Whether it, yeah. You know, success breeds success. And I focus on the quick wins, low hanging fruit. So we talked about a number of things. I gave a couple of recipes, actually several recipes, a little, little things mm -hmm. along the way. 
if one thing resonated with you, start with that. If something didn't resonate with you, then find something that does and start with that. And, and once you start this motion, once you get the, the, you know, the boulder uphill, so to speak, once you're downhill, gravity takes over and inertia. And I can only inspire you enough and let you realize an abundant life is more than possible. And I believe it's our God-given right. And we all have our struggles. We all have our ups and downs. But because you're fortified and you're fortifying all seven areas of your life, and you have people in your life to support you and you have little tools. Some people call essential oils or friends, right? I get that. You, you, mm -hmm. you get intimate with these things because they help mm -hmm. you, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, Douglas mm -hmm. fir and orange got me through the pandemic. Mm -hmm. It was just something special. It was my little blend. Is and that what you're diffusing now behind for those who can't see you got us. Yes. Yeah. lovely a beautiful diffuser behind yeah. you <laughs> that what's yeah. in there now i'm tree curious oil. yeah actually <laughs> uh, well a mixture douglas fir tree oil cypress you know we haven't even talked about forest bathing and so many things that cover in the book because you know we were designed we were created to be outside more than we are yes. now so oh, anyway yes. all that to say is once you get started enjoy the process make notes of the things that work and don't work but don't lose hope regardless of whatever health condition it is that you're looking to master or health goal you want to achieve, you could do it. And, and don't allow yourself to get overwhelmed. Don't let paralysis by analysis be you. You okay. have the ability to go step by step by step and enjoy the process along the way. Love it. Dr. Z, I really appreciate your insights today. All of your um, information will be linked in the show notes and can people pre-order your book that's coming out in September or yeah. will that be oh, a yeah. thing in the future? Oh, perfect. It's available right now. Yeah. EOapothecary.com. People can go there and yeah, everywhere books are sold. Perfect. Appreciate it. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me. And as mentioned, just check out below for Dr. Zielinski's books and uh, pre-order uh, his new book coming up and order his other book coming up or just check it out on Amazon or read it from your library. I'm sure it's there too. Lots of great information there. And I just want to end with a brief word on hope. I recently heard that the word hope is being spread out as kind of a dirty word. And um, I just want to talk about that briefly. When I talk about hope, I talk about hope within the context of things actually turning out okay and you actually feeling well at the end of this experience. Now, does that mean I'm saying never give up? Don't give up ever. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying let go and watch miracles happen and miracles happen in all kinds of different ways. So the hope that I talk about is not hope, 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 and cross your fingers for that baby. When I talk about hope, I'm talking about hope, 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 and cross your fingers that you will be well again, and probably better than you ever used to be, regardless of the outcome of this journey. Um, I just want to make that clear, because I don't want hope to be a dirty word. I don't want hope to be this thing that we avoid. I think it's a beautiful, wonderful expression of trusting that there's something good on the other side of this. 
Okay, that said, as always, my friend, may you be happy. May you have a ton of hope. May you learn to let go without equating it with giving up. And until next time, may you be well. 